Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, I'm Julie. And this is Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back and thanks for tuning into our podcast once again, or maybe this is your first time. There is a whole series. They're not really in any particular order, although you might be able to tell that we have improved just a little bit from day one. So true. <laughs> I always tell people, please do not listen to podcast one or two. And then, of course, that's the one everyone goes to right. first. Do you know we have had uh, over a thousand um listens that's amazing it's actually over 1500 oh that's so exciting i know from all over the world that's right we have had people in africa tune in the uk australia lots of liveners liveners listeners <laughs> in america my beloved americans whom i adore yeah those southerners they love you so cool <laughs> So thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to uh, suggest a topic or tell us what you think of the program, um, then please drop us an email. And our email is a Gmail account, the number two soberchicks at gmail.com, on Facebook at two soberchicks, and on SoundCloud, two soberchicks. Right on. So we have our little topic jar. Yes, I feel like I pulled in. one out and then put it down, but <laughs> you did. Maybe, you I don't know where it went. Let's see what our topic of the day is slogans. I thought we did slogans. I think we did slogans. Let's rip this up so we don't do it again. <laughs> we did slogans already. All right. I love slogans, though. I do, too. Slogans are the greatest. How long did it take you to do the steps? Did we do this one? <laughs> How long did it take me to do the steps? Uh, three tries and seven years. <laughs> nice. I haven't heard anybody longer than me at two years for the first time, mm. so we are in good company. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. And I don't see it as a failure. Well, I have a, a good friend of mine in the program. So um, one of my sponsees is still working on her steps. And it's been like four years. I mean, whatever. But at, I think, the two-year mark, he was like, well, you're not doing it right then. Mm-hmm. How is she still sober? She can't be an alcoholic. And I said, well, it took me two years to do my first. Yes, of course, she shouldn't be like still doing steps on year four. But that's... For me, it's none of my concern. She turns, she's got a good program. She turns to me whenever she needs something. She's sober. She's got amazing emotional sobriety. Like if it's working for her, it's working for her. She Mm -hmm. is constantly going to meetings. I don't know if she's in service right now, actually. Um, And when she does do her steps, she's very diligent. So it works for different people in different ways. I had to take two years because I knew if I didn't feel in my bones that I was grounded in a step, it would be dangerous for me to move to the next one. But in the old school days, like I think in the big book, they'll do it like in a day. Yeah, 48 hours or (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They basically went right, went right through it very quickly. Um, Now this, the final time that I, I went through them with my sponsor, we went through them very quickly too, within three months. And I'd gone through all those steps. Um, But we were working every week Mm -hmm. together and um, yeah. And I'd already, I'd already started three or four other times. So I'd gone through the process, um, but not really committed to the process. And I'd balked at certain things and only did half of what was suggested. So the last time I actually got through the, all the steps. And, um, and I still do the steps. You know, every time I go through the steps with a sponsee, I'm going through them again with, for myself. You know, just sort of checking yeah, in. Yeah, I love that about going through the steps with a sponsee. Yeah. It's so good. It's like a little step study. Yes. And, um, you know, going through the fourth and the fifth, another another great couple of steps. It's like doing a tenth step 
when you go through it with your your sponsee you're sort of checking in with yourself as well so yeah um yeah i don't think we ever stopped doing the steps i remember um when i met one of my sponsees partners um and i said um because the question was when do you think she'll be okay Oh. And I said, um, you know, I think it's very, that's a great question. And I think it's very important to understand that it's going to take time um, for some new growth to happen and for trust to be rebuilt in your relationship. Um, and that's going to take work on both parts. Um, but just so you know, she's never going to graduate. And the look was like, what? Mm. She's never going to graduate from this program. You don't graduate from AA and mm-hmm. get cured and then get to go out and drink again. Yeah. You know? You can't uh, you can't learn how to drink if you're an alcoholic. No, and life keeps happening on life's terms, so we'll never not be working our program. Yeah. So was that it? How do we? How long? Oh, how long? Yeah. So, um, I dragged my feet a lot the first time. You know, I didn't really want to work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the second time. You know, I only got halfway through and then I quit. I gave up. Um, I didn't want to do the ninth. I didn't want to make amends to people. Um, I'm still making amends to people. Mm-hmm. I just did one that was over 20 years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was very well received. And you never know how they're going to be received. Um, and then I also learned some other things that I had done that and how I had made this person feel. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was a bonus. That was a win-win. That they actually had enough courage to say, yeah, you did those things and they really hurt. And you also did this. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. For a second, it was like, oh, ouch. Yeah. But it was like, I'm so glad they shared that with me. You know, I needed to know the embarrassment that I caused you. That, for me, one of the key parts of the making amends step um, that I had to do that I think is super important that I tell sponsees to do is you never ask for forgiveness. For me, I can do that in, a, in an outside relationship, say, please forgive me. But when it comes to the amends, you never ask someone to forgive you because it's not about you. And you always ask them, have I missed anything? And that's like your moment there was like, ooh, I'm, I'm giving an amends for stuff I did, but ooh, there's more. Yeah. Okay, that hurts. Yeah. Or I forgot about that or I yeah. didn't think of it that way. Yeah. And, uh, and that to me was a gift. And it's not easy to hear those things. And, you know. 10 years ago, if I had have been given that information, I would have turned it around and said, oh, fuck you. You did this to me and you did that to me. And what about this? Yes. Yeah. You know, very defensive and full of anger, full of rage. Um, and I, I love where I'm at today because I can hear those things and take responsibility for the past and take responsibility for those actions because yeah. things are different today. I actually have an amend to make. I just realized that I have to make it to myself, like in this moment talking about it, as well as another person. Um, I don't know what it was, about a month and a half ago. I'm in a new relationship, so lots of stuff is coming up for me. And this man, uh, he quit smoking recently, which is good because I was like, that's a deal breaker for me. Wow, yeah. Um, Which he pointed out, like, really, that's a deal breaker. But anyways, he has his opinions and I have mine. So he quit smoking and he was talking about maybe starting to smoke again. I don't really remember specifically. And I was getting my back up because I don't want to be with someone that smokes. That's just my personal preference. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Then I'll just go out and have a couple drinks. (laughs) 
like I wanted so badly to make my point yeah. that I threw that in there. Wow. So I realized in the, first of all, I have to make an amend to him over that because that was a really unhealthy tactic to get my way yeah. and to make a point. So I still have to do that. But I'm realizing as I'm sitting here with you, I have to make that amend to myself mm -hmm. because what in the world was I thinking? First of all, I don't joke about that stuff. Right. Like that's not cool. Um, and am I really, does, does my ego really need to be that right? That I'm even going to joke about relapsing? Right. Not good. Yeah. It's amazing what, like, it's so easy. It's been so easy for me to be emotionally sober for the most part while I've been single. But man, I haven't had a relationship in a long time. And the stuff that's coming up is just spinning me. Yeah. So thank God for this program. Because this is the kind of stuff I would drink over if I wasn't in recovery. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's another reason why they say, you know, maybe you shouldn't date for the first year of sobriety because you've got so many other things going on oh my God, with yeah. just yourself. Could you know? not handle, I could not handle this um, within a year of my relapse either, right. even though I did yeah. go out and date. But I think once you reset the clock, you have to reset that one year thing. Yeah. I didn't the last time. Ashley and I were, we started dating four months after I got back the last time. Yeah. So... Um, however, I did consult with my sponsor and, uh, I did a lot of work first. So whatever he suggested, I did it. So, and one of the greatest gifts was, um, what do you have to offer? You know, honestly think mm. about what you have to offer. And that really helped change my perspective too on relationships. It wasn't about what I was going to get and what are you going to give me? Um, it was about, can I bring anything? Do I have anything right now to bring? And at that point, I wasn't in a very good financial place, so mm -hmm. I had a lot of debt I was bringing to the relationship. Um, yeah, but that's all good now. It did all work out, so I think I, I was just lucky. And, um, you know, the first the first time I, I tried that, in my um, second bout at sobriety, um, I dated when my sponsor said I shouldn't date. And then there were constantly problems and they were all revolving around that relationship. It was a very unhealthy mm. relationship. And every time I was calling and asking for, you know, some help, some suggestions, some advice, it was like, well, you're in an unhealthy relationship and what, do you, what are you going to do about it? Maybe you shouldn't be in this relationship. Yeah. And I didn't want to hear that. That was not the answer I wanted to hear. So then I would ignore it. But I got into a relationship before I was ready at all and it was quite evident in the uh in the type of relationship it turned out to be so mm -hmm. oh, i think that's a really I, the steps are so genius because you can literally apply them to anything so whether it's a relationship whether it's an addiction like they're the most genius spiritual principles and steps ever like in mm -hmm. this new relationship it's a one two three i can't he can or she however you refer to god and let him or let her so a lot of it has been a lot of step three, let go and let God stop yeah. trying to control it. Stop obsessing, right. give it away. And I'm, I often just surrender the whole thing to God. I had, um, I lecture every six weeks at a rehab about the steps. And one of the clients said, what's the most important step to you? Which is a hard question, mm -hmm. but it was immediate for me. It's three. Okay. It's step three. Yeah. That's everything. Everything in my life has to be surrendered. Um, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. 
And so that's for me where my success or failure hinges is whether it's my will or lining it up properly with God's will mm. and then discerning what that is. And that fucks a lot of people up, step three. Ooh, it's make, a hard yeah. step. Yeah. It brings me, often brings me to my knees, my own will. Mm. Until I step three, it hit the floor and say, okay, just take it. Like, yeah. please, I am willing. I give it to you. Because we are strong-willed creatures. And I think um, we hear words like admit complete defeat and we think that's a failure or surrender to a higher power. You know, give it up, give it over. Um, surrender, that, that suggests defeat as well. Like your little white flag, I give up, I give in. Um, but those are the greatest gifts. You know, those are the things that have really helped turn my life around too. Um, I did, it, I did it my way for so long, for so many years, and it is in the surrendering. It is in the asking for help. It is in saying, um, I don't know how this is going to work out, and you know what? Maybe it's not going to work out how I want it to, but I have to accept that. So mm -hmm. I surrender to your will. It doesn't mean I stop doing things or I stop taking action. I just check the steps. I check what that next action is going to be. Mm -hmm. Just so do the steps is what we're saying. Seriously though, if you're not, if you're considering it or you're on the fence, you literally have nothing to lose. Give it a shot. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. But just give it a shot. See what happens. And like you've learned from both of us, you can do them more than once. You know, lots of people um, do a fourth the first time and they leave things out because they're afraid. You know? Or it hasn't come to them yet. It hasn't come to them yet. Or there's new stuff. You know, uh, that comes up. So you know, you can always do it again. You can always start always. again. Step studies, yeah. retreats, keep fresh on these steps. They will never lead you wrong. And you, more is revealed. Mm, so good. As you get, as you get um, longer in the tooth in sobriety, as you stick around longer, um, you start to look at things in a whole new light. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't wait to see, you know, in 15 years, how my perspective is changed even further. Mm -hmm. I look forward to that day. Me too. I love the steps. Me too. We are stepsisters. And this is Two Sober Chicks. Thank you so much for listening once again. We hope you got a little something from this. And uh, perhaps we'll see you in a room somewhere. Have a good 24. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this is Two Sober Chicks. Good night. Bye.